We're going to use hypergamy to our advantage today, guys. We're going live. No. We'll do it live. <laughs> this is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. I was edging pretty hard, but like Brother Nathan says in the chat, it is no nut November. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, man, I hope they don't demonetize me for saying nut. Uh, you know, nut is a, it's a type of food, okay? It doesn't have to be dirty. It's YouTube. Get your mind out of the gutter, all right? What's going on, guys? Halloween was last night. I wanted to show this video. I thought it, I thought it was funny, um, and it goes hand-in-hand hand to what we're talking about today, but I was out trick-or-treating with my son and his friend, and uh, it, it's funny. Like These kids are like 14 years old, right, and they still want to go trick-or-treating, and I'm like, why not? I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. You know, I don't care. Oh, let's go trick-or-treating. We know where the rich neighborhood is. Let's go down there. And, uh, and so I, I, I showed, I, I filmed them with this video, right? Knowing perfectly good and well that I was going to do a stream on this. Let's do this layout. I like this layout better. Ready? Here we go. We're out trick-or-treating with my, my son and his friend Corbin here. Hey guys, what's the scariest thing you can possibly think of? Hypergamy. Gold diggers. <laughs> yeah. Hypergamy. Scary guys. It's scary. That's. Man, you talk to some of these some of these MGTOW guys, some of these black pill guys, you would think it, it, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Women are hypergamous. This is a new finding. It's a new finding. It's these new modern women, and they, you know, they're always looking for the the biggest, better thing or whatever. And uh, you know, women, you know, these 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 hoes ain't loyal and <laughs> all sorts of crazy stuff, right? There was one guy um on Instagram, he's talking about like it hypergamy is the tool of the devil and it's making all these women are evil and it's like bro it's just women's sexual strategy relax relax a little bit okay i happen to be a hypergamy strategist okay <laughs> i think all dating coaches are in fact i might start changing my title on uh, social media to hypergamy strategist <laughs> all right Let's see what else is going on here. I had a good weekend with a nurse chick. She came up. Uh, it's not normally her week, but she came up. We had a we had a, a, a Halloween party on Sunday with our our mutual friend Tyreen. Tyreen hosts a, an annual murder mystery party, and uh, this year's theme was 1920s. So, nurse chick dressed up like a flapper, and I dressed up like a gangster, and I was the uh, I was I was the mob boss for the North Gang, the North Side Gang, and uh, it was fun. It was good times, good times. Uh, what else? Oh, my professional podcaster here. Her her, uh, her insulin is is back down to normal, or at least closer to normal. It's down below two hundred, which is really good. Uh, we were really worried about her for a while there, so she's doing good. All right, guys, that's what we're talking about today, though. We're talking about those women and the hypergamy. <laughs> we're going to be going through some ways uh, that I threw together. To, I threw together to to give you an idea of how understanding the way hypergamy works, uh, you could use it to your advantage. Okay, guys, we're going to use it to our advantage today. Uh, before we get too far into this, though, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. 
drop a comment. Please sound off in the live today. Your participation helps these go by much smoother. It's more fun that way. Also, if my microphone cuts out or whatever, I, I usually try to reboot my computer in the morning before doing these. I didn't have any time to do that this morning. So if my mic starts cutting out, just let me know. All right. And then uh, please send a super chat. I have it pinned on YouTube there. $50 super chats are alpha. Okay, guys. Uh, and, and women only get with alphas. Everybody knows that. All right. <laughs> All right. So lots of uh, black pill MGTOW guys think that hypergamy is uh, it's a straitjacket. Right. Men can never win and women will never truly love you because of this evil thing called hypergamy. Uh, but hypergamy is just female mating strategy. That's it. That's all it is. Right. It's been around since uh, forever. It's been around since the beginning of time. Basically, it's uh, it's women have evolved to use this this sexual strategy as a survival mechanism. OK. Uh, and it's essentially alpha seed beta need. Right. So alpha seed, uh, they 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 want to have the segs. We're not at the eight minute mark. I have to I have to talk like a child, right? They they want to have the segs uh, with a guy who they are segatually attracted to, <laughs> but they settle down with a guy who's a good provider. Okay, so ideally they will find a guy with both qualities, but it's it's hard for them to do, right? Usually they find a, 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 an alpha Chad guy. And they, they, they sleep with that guy and then they find a, a beta provider that has a good job and a pension. And then they go and uh, they raise the alpha's kids with that guy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying here? Right. So they settle down with with old Ned Flanders because he's safe and takes care of her kids and puts a roof over her head and food on the table. And then she bangs the pool boy named Chad because he has ripped abs. All right. It's all about those those ripped abs. It's also said that hypergamy never seeks its level, right? The ideal man will be viewed as someone who is above her in some way, right? This doesn't necessarily mean money, guys, right? A lot of guys think, oh, it's it's you got to have a you got to have a a high paying career, uh, or else she's never going to look at you as her her best option, okay? Right? It's 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 more than that, right? She's got to see you as above her in some way, okay? This doesn't necessarily mean money, right? For instance, a cop, a cop has authority, right? Now, this is sad. This is really sad, but the starting wage for a cop in the town of Cedar Edge, just north of me, right, is something like the starting wage for a cop in the town of Cedar Edge, Colorado is something like $20,000 a year. $20,000 a year. For for someone that that could take a bullet for you, <laughs> right? You can make that much working at Walmart or Safeway, right? You can work. You can make that much working for Walmart or Safeway. But who do you think has more hypergamous status in the eyes of women, the cop or the Walmart chair, the Walmart clerk? Cop or the Walmart clerk? If that was a woman's decision, who do you think she's going to try to get with? <laughs> right? Just, I'm just qu I'm putting that, that question out there, right? Guy, both guys make $20,000 a year, right? It's not even about the money. Now it's just purely based on, on perceived status. Cop or the Walmart clerk, guys? Right? It's all about perception, right? Uh, it has it all, But it all has to do with status. You see what I'm saying here? 
I'm saying my money's on the cop. My money's on the cop. Cops are hot. They do dangerous work, right? They, they're authoritative. They're, they're assertive. You know what I mean? They, they spend all day dashing into the fray. <laughs> By the way, I put that out. I put that out in uh, the, the 3% Brotherhood, right? Spend all day dashing into the fray while making the world safe for democracy. That's from the movie The Net. The, the Net with Sandra Bullock, guys. Okay. Anyways, um, so it's all about perception, right? So men, men, oddly enough, Men have a mating strategy as well. So all these guys are out here complaining about the whammon and, and hypergamy and their mating strategy. Men have a mating strategy of our own, okay? It's basically polygyny, right? Basically, we want to spread our seed far and wide to as many women as possible, okay? Sperm is cheap. <laughs> Eggs are expensive, right? So let me ask you, uh, MGTOW and Black Pill, Black Pill guys, a question, okay? You have your own evolutionary mating strategy. It's to bang as, as many chicks as you as humanly possible. Uh, can you keep that in check? Can you keep that in check as a man? If there's a, a girl who you think is the love of your life and and uh, you're, you're, you're together with her and the relationship's going well, and although the opportunity strikes, right, hot chick uh, starts making advances at you at work and stuff like that, because this happens a lot. This happens a lot. I did a video about this, right, where how it's funny how when you're in a relationship, like women just start, we're past the eight minute mark. Women start just throwing pussy at you, right? Because it's because you're not needy. You don't need the pussy, right? You're not putting off this this uh, vibe of neediness that women women can smell neediness, right? And so even if a woman doesn't know that you're in a relationship, just the fact that you don't care, right? And you're not trying to uh, talk her up all the time. You're not trying to ask her on dates and stuff like that. That makes you more attractive to women. They're like cats, you know. If you're not chasing them, they start, you know, they want to show you their butthole, right? So let's say, so that happens. You're in a committed relationship. That you're with a really good woman. You're you're madly in love with this chick, and this opportunity arises. Right? Uh, do you think you can control yourself to not cheat? Right? I think there's a lot of guys out there that could control that. You know what I mean? I'm when I'm going to say a hundred percent possible because I know tons of guys who can control their instincts like that. Okay? It just doesn't feel right for whatever reason. You don't want to ruin a good relationship. You don't want to blow things up. And then when your girl cheats on you or whatever, or, or she leaves you, you're like, well, man, I had all these opportunities and this bullshit, <laughs> right? I might as well have cheated. And, but you didn't, right? You, you held back. You had some restraint. Okay. Well, women do too. Women can do it too. All right. Women who haven't been broken from ridiculously high body counts, they could still pair bond. All right. Now, um, as long as they see you as, as a very good option, you know what I mean? Especially based on their like past experiences. If you're, if you're their best option, you're providing all of her needs. She's, you're still sexually attracted to her. You're still seducing her. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're, you, you treat her really well. She's even if she, some giga Chad pops into her life out of nowhere, right? She's, she's not going to cheat on you. Why? Because it just doesn't feel right. She doesn't want to blow up a good thing. She doesn't, she doesn't want to ruin a good thing, right? There's plenty of women out there like that, okay? Women aren't these robots that are just controlled by 
the hypergamy. Okay. They could keep that in check. <laughs> they, they are perfectly capable of doing that. Lots of women do it all the time. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you what, guys, if you've been consistently fucking up, this all goes out the window, right? That's where most guys in the black pill MGTOW space find themselves, right? They've been burned by a chick who was tired of their shit. Guys who really didn't know how to lead a relationship well. Guys that didn't have a good understanding of hypergamy. They re rested on their laurels. They relaxed. They let themselves get complacent in a relationship. And then the girl cheats on them or leaves, right? And then they're like, ah, it's hypergamy. Women are uncontrollable. But no, dude, <laughs> you, weren't, you, you weren't a hypergamy strategist. Okay. You weren't using it to your advantage. Okay. See what I'm saying here? Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of guys that can't control it. it. That's true too, but there's plenty of guys that can, you know what I mean? How do I feel about semen retention? I think I feel, uh, I think semen retention is retarded. That's what I think. Uh, guys who talk about like no, no, not November. Uh, they don't fuck. Right. Let's see what, what we got here. Wordsmith says hypergamy is only scary if you don't spin plates. If you only have one source of income, you're stupid. If you only have one source of sex, you're stupid. Never put your eggs in one basket. Eh, I think uh, you can be in a LTR with one. You can have a monogamous relationship and uh, it's still it's still use hypergamy to your advantage. There's ways of doing it. Uh, we'll get into some of that today, right? Oh, brother. Nathan said a $2 super chat. Not quite alpha. You know, $50 super chats are alpha, but definitely I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's the man. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate that. He's one of the biggest supporters of the show. Uh, yes, Black Pill, Black Pill gets no pussy LMAO. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, good morning, CW. What's up, man? A lot of guys from the, the, the beer club in here. Speaking of which, uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but I think beer club's going to have to be next next week. It's going to be, have to be next week on the, was it the 9th? Yeah, the 9th. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be next week on the 9th. Uh, let's see here. So women have the ability to control their urges, okay? They're not, they're not slaves to their urges, okay? Um, let's see here, guys, follow me on the social medias. The links are in the description for that and, uh, get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your PDF with 20 dating app openers and I'll send you some free stickers as well. And check out the practical law of attraction course, guys, all month long, all month long. I'm going to be giving this away for 30% off with code. What is the code? I <laughs> I had it up, but I was running late this morning. Let's see here. I think it's like thankful 23 or thankful 2023. Let's, let's, let's figure this out here real quick for you guys. Oh, the two factor authentication. This is dumb gum road. Yeah. So anyway, let me find this for you guys. I'm going to play a commercial and then, uh, then we'll move on with the topic at hand today. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags, and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women 
is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Act now, guys. Uh, I've dropped in the chat here, but you can take uh, all month, the whole entire month of November, you can take 30% off with code THANKFUL2023. Um, you know what's funny about this? So Tony asked, how do I feel about semen retention? Uh, I don't know if this is true or not, right? But if you if you go into the uh, the mystical like side or of of, uh, of the law of attraction, they call this uh, sex magic. Um, if you look at it from the quantum physics side of hypergamy, um, it's your highest state of positive vibration, right? But if but if you allegedly I don't necessarily subscribe to this, but give it a try, right? This would be a fun experiment. Allegedly, if you put out one of your intentions at the peak of orgasm, like that's the most powerful vibration you can put out. <laughs> so, so don't don't hold that shit in, man. That stuff's magic, bro. That stuff's magic. Um, all right. <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna be talking about uh some of this woo-woo, some of the woo-woo stuff on Friday. Uh, I'm going to be talking about how to uh, attract the girl, the girl of your dreams, guys, using the law of attraction. So tune into that on Friday. All right, let's get back to the hypergamy and the whammon, right? So another thing to think about when it comes to hypergamy, right, is Breifolt's law, uh, which maintains that the female, not the male, determines all the conditions of the animal family, where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male. No such association takes place, right? So. She has to, this is true in, in the, in the human, human relationships as well, right? It, she has to see some benefit to her stick around in some capacity, whether that's sex or whether that's a steady comfort type relationship or both, preferably both, right? Women do want to consolidate on one guy eventually, and hopefully he has both qualities, right? The, the sexual attraction and, you know, provisioning right? That's what women ideally want. They just have a hard time finding that in one guy, right? Lots of betas out there. 
very few chads out there and even very very few chads with comfort qualities okay that's a very limited like three percent of the population <laughs> okay um so before we get into different ways we could use this to advantage i tried to cheat at this at first guys I, i'm going to be blunt with you guys i tried to cheat and i asked uh jailbroken chat gpt to give me a list and uh, i just wanted to share you how retarded chat gpt is <laughs> for a minute okay so it gave me a list actually this list wasn't even as bad the first time i asked it i think it was like sunday or something like that i asked it and it, it just gave me like all the stuff like being emotionally available and all stuff. it's like stop stop chat gpt this one says uh here's 10 ways right self-improvement building status charisma and confidence uh financial success fitness and health uh pursue passions emotional intelligence um personal growth, communication skills, and then respect and equality. So I would agree with all of those at some capacity, but the respect and equality is retarded. Okay. So it says here, treat your partner with respect, valuing them as an equal partner in the relationship. That is not how hypergamy works at all. At all. Okay. That is way off. You can't be someone with higher status and be equal at the same time. Just fucking can't happen. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that. Uh, guys, I've mentioned before, but join the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's only 10 bucks a month. The next meetup's going to be next week on, on, uh, on Thursday, on the 9th. Uh, we have to do it a little bit early because of Thanksgiving. But I also think that's good to bump this one up early because I think Christmas is going to have to be, or, you know, the December one's going to have to be early as well. Uh, it's not necessarily Christmas for you, thanks, or for you, uh, you Kwanzaa guys, or or, or you guys that that celebrate Han Hanukkah, whatever. December, um, <laughs> the December meetup. It's probably still gonna be Christmas themed because uh, I don't give a shit. All right, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Still gonna be Christmas themed. That's probably gonna be early too in December. Uh, and then coaching is available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. There's two tiers available for that. Work with me one on one, guys work with me one-on-one -on -one. uh but if you just join the beer club there's guys that that post stuff in the in that all the time and i you know i drop my two cents in on that the boys drop their two cents in on it it's a good it's a good group of dudes okay but if you want one-on-one -on -one, uh you know you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one, coaching's available too all right guys so with all the understanding of like how hypergamy works it's dualistic right it's not just women only date up it, there's there's other factors, right? That's alpha seed, beta needs, dualistic, right? There's two sides to it. Um, so with that, here are 10 ways that having an understanding of hypergamy can be used to your advantage to make her view you as her best possible option, okay? One thing uh, hypergamy does always try to answer though is, is he the best option? Is he the best I can do, okay? But if you're satisfying, you know, these, there's other ways of doing it too. Right. But if you're sad, if you're a hypergamy strategist, she will constantly be wondering, hey, is he the best I can do? If and if that answer is yes, she's going to stick around. OK. <laughs> All right. Does it always necessarily mean looks? Does it always necessarily mean like, hey, this guy's got more money? Right. OK. If you're the best well-rounded person and you're, you're a hypergamy strategist, this is uh, then you're going to be her best possible option. She's going to stick around. OK. And she's going to be loyal. Okay. Um, one thing to know about, about alpha, right? It's alpha seed, beta need, right? 
one thing to know about alpha and beta, it's it's not a container word. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a container word, but but the best way to describe it isn't, uh, you know, you're only alpha, you're only beta, okay? The best way to, to think of it is chemical, uh, neurochemical responses in her body, okay? How you make her feel, all right? So you could think of it as uh, alpha is is dopamine, dopamine and testosterone, right? And, and beta is oxytocin, comfort, okay? So you can think of it as alpha is like excitement and attraction and beta is comfort, okay? All right, cool. Now that we got that out of the way, it makes it, it should make more sense to you, okay? It should make more sense to you. So the number one way to use hypergamy to your advantage is don't be fat. Just don't be fat, okay? 75 to 80% of dudes out there are obese, all right? They're obese and overweight. So if you're just not fat, you're already in the top 20 to 25% of men out there, right? If everyone she out there she sees as fat and you're not, guess who her best possible option is? You, okay? All right, just going to answer that for you, okay? You're just not fat and everyone else out there is fat. You are now her best possible option, okay? You don't have to be, uh, you don't have to have six pack abs. You just have to be better looking than the next guy. Okay. If you live in a place like Hollywood where everyone has six pack abs, uh, you have some work to do. All right. But if you live in podunk nowhere like me and everyone's uh, corn fed out here, well, just not being fat, you're already in the, <laughs> you're, you're actually probably in the top 10% of dudes out here. Right. If you're just not fat out here, there's so many fat fucks on the Western slope of Colorado. I'm not even kidding. Um, so yeah, so that's number one, right? Number two, number two is don't be so available. All right. There's a little thing called pre-selection. Um, it's funny. Uh, I was, I was on Twitter and Sergio from purple pill podcast, Sergio, if you're in the chat, sound off, man. He was saying how uh, nobody's talking about pre-selection. I'm like, are you sure about that? I'm like, pretty sure everybody talks about <laughs> pre-selection. Okay. Everybody talks about pre-selection. Uh, his big thing is social circle games. So like, I get where he's going with that, but uh, you, you don't have to have social circle game to use pre-selection to your advantage. Okay. Um, but there's this little thing called pre-selection. That is a, it's basically what it is. It's a mental shortcut women use to determine your sexual market value, right? Your SMV. And basically, if other women like you, you must have some kind of high SMV, right? Right? Now, the book Atomic Attraction says that uh, it really only works to your advantage if you, uh, if, if other hot women, like if hotter women like you, then it only works to your advantage. Uh, Thor says that's not true. He says women don't look at it th that way. Women look at all women as, as possible competitors. So any woman is uh is a possible competitor and therefore that just uh, having other women being attracted to you in general um get raises your smb okay <laughs> i like I, I like thor's it makes me feel better <laughs> uh but yeah if other women like you um you must have some some uh smb right so well now this could be perceived right? This could be in her own head. She doesn't have to necessarily see you with other women to think that you have other options. Okay. There's some game that could be played here. All right. So for you guys that 
literally don't have any options right now, uh, it doesn't matter. You can fake it till you make it. I did a I did a, a whole stream on how to build a rotation of women from scratch. That was like earlier this year, right? On how to do it. And if you you I mean, all guys start off with no bitches, right? Guys that have a, a you know a, a circle, uh, you know a, a rotation of women, they all start out at, at some point with no bitches, and then they acquire the bitches. Okay, so that episode talks about how to do that from the from the ground up. All right, go back and check that one out if you're having a hard time acquiring the bitches. I just like calling them the bitches. It's funny. Um, <laughs> so. So guys who have lots of options with women aren't as available to hang out with as dudes with no options, right? Uh, man, I just, oh, I just got interviewed with, uh, uh, by Mark Singh. I don't know if you guys know who Mark Singh is. His podcast is pretty big, I guess. And uh, he's a dating coach. He's down, he's, uh, he's in Loveland, Colorado, which is uh, up nor north of Denver. And uh, so that, that's also fascinating. He's another Colorado boy. And uh, what he was saying is what he likes to tell his coaching clients is to, He's like, you got to think of, you know, instead of like, what would Jesus do? What would you do if you had four girls <laughs> or something like that? Right. What would you be doing if you had four girls? Uh, you wouldn't be texting all the time because you, or you, you know, you would probably be out with one of them. Right. And if you're out on a date with one of them, you're not texting all these other bitches. Right. Okay. So, so if you're, if let's say you don't have any bitches and, uh, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I just like calling them bitches right now. <laughs> Probably going to piss off the algorithm with this, but if you don't have any bitches right now and, um, and you wanted to act as if you did, then you wouldn't be so available. Right. I, I love telling guys, uh, oh, it, it's, it's in my notes here. Right. I tell guys no texting or phone calls on Friday or Saturday nights. Cause those are, those are prime date nights, right? If a chick sends you a text, on, on a Friday night at 7 p.m., you might be thirsty as hell, but if you answer that, that immediately subcommunicates to her that you don't have any other options. But but high value, high value guys, guys with a rotation, guys with lots of options with women are always, they always have something going on on Friday or Saturday nights. So even if you don't, uh, you don't text on Friday or Saturday nights and um, and you you actually want to reserve Friday or Saturday nights for girls you're already sleeping with. They have to earn a prime date night with you. Okay. So even if you, you're thirsty as hell and it's a Friday night and you're, you're alone, uh, sending her text messages at 7 PM, 7 or 8 PM while you're both watching the same next Netflix special, uh, that just, it, that sub communicates that you're a loser. <laughs> okay. So you don't want to do that. All right. So you set like first dates up on, uh, you know, Sunday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, drinks only sub communicates that you have other things going on. And then once you sleep with her, right, a woman will sleep with a guy by the second or third date on average. All right. So if you sleep with her by the second or third date, uh, then she's, she could be bumped up now to Friday or Saturday nights. Okay. See how that works. All right. Um, yeah. If she calls it, asks you to come over tonight. Right. And you have nothing going on. It also subcommunicates that you don't have any options and are probably low value. <laughs> okay. That that could be any day of the week. I do not like the booty call call. You know what I mean? Uh, unless she's already slept with you. If she's already slept with you, then it's a little bit different, right? But if she hasn't slept with you yet, uh-uh. You're not gonna drop everything to go to go over to her place. You're just you, you gotta you gotta you gotta play the game, okay? 
Um, number three here, guys. When texting, play mirror game. You want to play mirror game. Oh, here we go. Hey, Luis, dude, long time no see, man. I haven't seen you in the comments for a while. What you been up to? It's called high perceived value. Perception is reality. Yes. Dude, I swear to God, Luis, I got to get you on the podcast, man. Got to get you on the podcast. You, he, This guy knows his shiznit, all right? And he's like, nah, nah I just want to be behind the scenes. Nah, dude, come out of the shadows, bro. Let's let's lay some game down on some bros, okay? Um, We'll talk about that later. Uh, so, <laughs> so when texting, when texting, you want to play mirror game, right? So... What I, what I mean by that is you want to keep your text bu bubble smaller. It takes slightly more time to reply than she does. Okay. This demonstrates higher status often on a subconscious level. Okay. So if like, if you're the one always reaching out, if you, you know, if you, if you're quick to reply, if you're morning, good morning, text guy, if you're good morning, text guy, uh, th this all just lowers your status. And it's all, it's all subconscious a lot of times, right? Chicks are just like, oh, I don't know why. This guy gives me the ick, right? This guy gives me the ick. It's, this, it's being unattractive like this, all right? If uh, if you're sending word walls to her in texts and she sends you like three word replies, she's literally showing that she's less invested than you are, okay? And the investment level will, will show a status, right? So if you're less invested than her, <laughs> right, then you're actually at a higher status in her mind, right? If you're less invested, you're at a higher status than her, okay? It's like the, the cardinal rule of relationships, right? Whoever needs the other the least has all the power in the relationship, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, you're basically sub-communicating that you're chasing her and she has higher value, right? So you have to be perceived as higher value to use hypergamy to your advantage, right? Like Louise says, it's called perceived high perceived value, high perceived value. Okay. It's, it's all about her perception. Okay. Notice how I haven't mentioned money yet. Okay. You're AJ, you're the one words text guy. Yeah. I mean, if she's, if she's sending, um, this is what I tell guys too. Okay. This works too. If you do have a lot to say, either call her on the phone or send her a voice message. Uh, sending a voice message will keep your your text bubble smaller than her last text bubble. Okay, but you're gonna you're gonna get your message across still. You see what I'm saying? So there's 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 ways to play this game. <laughs> there's ways to play this game. Okay, even if you have to communicate more than than three words or one word, right? But yeah, you're you're the one word test guy. You're are you the guy that says K? You just type K. <laughs> When she sends a word while you just reply back with K. That's that's funny. You could be too underinvested and that that'll turn a chick off too, right? There's there's some sweet spots here. That's why I like I, I like to I like to play mirror game because you're literally matching her investment and just taking it one notch nowhere. <laughs> you're one 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 notch lower. Okay. So if she sends 10 words, you send eight or nine. You know what I mean? You don't have to be one word text guy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Where are we at here? Uh, yeah. Don't, and don't ever be good morning text guy. Don't be good morning text guy. Phil, Phil, I'm calling you out, bro. Phil from beer club. Don't be good morning text guy. He likes to drop good morning. Good morning to the, uh, to the beer club chat. I'm like, bro, 
you're 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 literally being good morning text guy with us. I mean, it's a it's a safer place to do it, but get it, you gotta break that habit, bro. Gotta break that habit. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? We're at well, that was three. Uh, number four, I have the three T's. Okay, if you guys don't know what the three T's are, this is from uh, Dr. Robert Glover, Dating Essentials for Men. He calls it tease, touch, and tell, right? So tease her, touch her, and tell her what to do, right? Teasing and touching demonstrates your boldness and confidence. Teasing and telling her what to do demonstrates your higher value than her, okay? If you're, if you're telling her to do something and she's complying, she sees you as, as uh, slightly above her and she's going to comply, okay? Women actually want this. They want a guy who leads the relationship that they can sort of look up to, okay? That's using hypergamy to your advantage, right? So be that guy. Tell her what to do. You don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be demanding, right? But simply, like, when, when, I, when you ask a girl on a date, I tell guys, don't ask her, don't sell her, right? Which actually Corey Wayne says to do. He's like, ask or sell her on a date. Don't tell her. Uh-uh. Tell her, right? When are you free to get together? Thursday night? Great. Meet me at, at the Feisty Pint, 7 p.m. Okay? You're telling her what to do. You're being decisive and uh, concise. And chicks dig that because that's setting the tone and leading. And you're telling her what to do, which demonstrates your, your higher value in the relationship. Okay? That will give her the vajingles. Okay? That gives her the telling a girl what to do gives her the vajingles. Write that down. All right. Uh, the next one is don't deer. Do not deer. Right. Deer is defend, explain, excuse, or rationalize. This is also a Robert Gloverism. That's from No More Mr. Nice Guy. Right. If your girl is upset about something and you do some kind of deering, Right. You're, you're defending yourself. You're trying to explain why you did what you did. Uh, you're trying to you know, make excuses for why you did what you did or rationalize why you did what you did. You are putting her in the authority position. OK, you are giving her the power of judgment over you. All right. You are basically telling her that she is now higher status than you and she is the authority and she can make uh, judgments on on what you did and why you did it. OK. <laughs> Inst instead you want to use luca right luca's uh that one is is from my my man paul benjamin okay uh which i believe it stands for listen understand communicate action okay it's basically if you if you read how to be a three percent man at the end of his book and he's talking about navigating long-term relationships he talks about uh listening to what your woman like like let's say your woman is upset Okay. He talks about listening to her and getting it all off her chest. But if you listen to that, that part of the book, he he's, he's not uh, excusing himself. He's not defending himself or, 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 you know, rationalizing anything. He's just like, women just want to be heard and understood. Okay. So if she's pissed at you about something, you can literally just ask her questions. Like what's eating at you? What's bothering you? Okay. Tell me what's wrong. And then she starts like laying into you. Um, and you know, let's say she's like, oh, you're not taking the trash out or whatever. You, you, and you know, it's not about the trash. You can be like, honey, I know it's not about the trash. What's really eating at you. Okay. What's really bothering you. And so she'll say, well, you, 
you don't do this, this, and this. And you can just ask Claire or, you know, repeat it back to her be like, okay, let me, let me just get this straight. You're mad at me because I do this, this, and this, and you feel upset or like I let you down because of, because I did this, 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 is that right? Right. And you just ask clarifying questions. You're not defending yourself. You're just showing that you understand why she's upset. Okay. If you, if you do that, right. You're not, you're, you're not putting her, making her the judge. You're just, okay. Yeah, no, I can, I can understand why you're upset. Right. That's a, that's a tool called uh, fogging. Okay. That's a, that's basically fogging from uh, the book. Uh, when I say no, I feel guilty. Okay. You're just basically acknowledging her, her, uh, uh, you know, feelings on a situation, but you're not, you're not defending yourself or anything like that. Right. And, but the thing is you don't have to, as long as she feels heard and understood, that's when the legs open. <laughs> okay. So you want to use tools like Luca, which is basically that, right? Uh, you never want a deer. You want to use tools like agree and amplify. Okay. Like treat it like a shit test. Okay. She's mad at you and she calls you, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a scoundrel, right? What, what is it? Uh, uh, Star Wars has some good ones, right? When, when, um, uh, Princess Leia is all yelling at, at Han Solo and she's like, you, you scruffy headed, you scruffy looking nerf herder. Right. And he goes, who's scruffy looking, right? Like that's sort of a agree and amplify, right? He's agreeing that he's a nerf herder and he's a scoundrel and all that kind of stuff. But he's like, who's scruffy? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, so you can do that fogging, which I already mentioned, which is just acknowledging her emotions, but not, you know, not apologizing or anything for it. Right. You got to understand, are you okay? Professional podcaster down here is sneezing. You got to understand that a man who is a higher value, a guy who's a higher status, he's the judge of his own actions, right? Making her the judge of your actions puts her at a higher status, which causes her to lose attraction, okay? So you're not using hypergamy to your advantage when you're defending yourself and trying to make her happy all the time. You're basically putting her at a higher status, which fucks up hypergamy, okay? If you want hypergamy to work for you, you have to be the judge of your own actions. Okay. She doesn't, she doesn't get to judge you. All right. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Don't dare. Always dare. Oh yeah. That's a, that's an old uh, red pill form one, right? Deflect, amplify, repeat and exit or Luca. Yeah. Good one. I got to get you on the podcast, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like we can, like, if you don't want your, your face out there, we can turn the camera off. Like, it's good, man. Like we got, we got to make this happen, Louise. <laughs> um, fucking dude knows his shit. Knows his shit guys. I'm telling you. Um, okay. The next one I have here is handle her shit tests like a boss, right? This also goes back to you are the judge of your own actions. She doesn't get to judge you. Okay. This demonstrates higher value as well. Right. And so you have tools to uh, handle shit tests with like you have a, a green amplify, you have act indifferent. Like those were the, the two ones that I, I learned basically from uh, no, from Atomic Attraction. And, uh, and Corey Wayne talks about uh, indifference makes a difference a lot in his book, too. So like those two things uh, were what, what I had in my arsenal when I was out spinning plates. I didn't learn about, you know, amused mastery until later, but really act like agree and amplify and act indifferent naturally makes you sort of have that amused mastery, right? Especially like if you have the amused mastery essentially is acting like you've seen it all before. Like, Oh, she's so cute. 
you know, you're so cute when you're shit testing me, right? Because you have seen it all before, right? Especially if you've been spinning plates a long time, you literally have seen it all before. And it's funny. It's funny when chicks sit, uh, shit test you because you, you see it all the time and you know how to handle it. And it's funny, right? Now you're a, a, you know, amused mastery. That mastery is, is a higher perceived status as well. Okay. Uh, tease her like a bratty little sister. I actually learned that from, from Corey Wayne. I think he got that from David D'Angelo. Um, I'm pretty sure, but treating her like a bratty little sister. If you have a little sister that comes up and calls you a poopy head and you just like rubber head, right? Like, oh, you're so cute. Right. You don't like lay into this, this, this little sister for, for calling you a poopy head. You're just like, you're so adorable. Right. Because you are a higher status than your little sister because you are her big brother. Right. So you treat a girl like that too. Like she's got a, a, a throwing a temper tantrum and you treat her like a bratty little sister. Like, <laughs> like that is higher perceived status, right? Chicks dig that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, all of those demonstrate your, your higher status than her, right? So all of those above were alpha side of hypergamy stuff, right? Higher status, hi, hi, uh, alpha type stuff, right? So that's one, two, three, four, five things, right? Is that right? Did I, did I count that right? One, two, three, four, five, six, six things. Okay. Six things I put it. I put that purposefully, uh, six. And then we have four beta type things because I personally believe that you want to optimize on your alpha side if you don't want to end up in a dead bedroom. So I was talking about this with Mark Singh last night. Uh, that 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 interview is going to come out here in a couple of weeks. He's going to time it. Uh, I'm going to interview him on the 13th. And then we're going to time it where we're, or both our podcasts drop on the same day. Um, but he was talking about, he asked me like what I thought the, the ratio should be on alpha to beta. And I, and I said, Man, I never thought about it that way, but probably 80-20. <laughs> probably 80-20. This is not 80-20 what I'm giving you, right? Um, this is uh this is 60-40, but but still. He was and he thought it was uh he thinks it should be 50-50. You know, I, I I don't have a problem. I'm not I don't like to debate people. Like if if he if that works for him and that works for his clients, like cool, right? But you do need a balance, okay? And but I think it, it does need to be higher on the alpha side if you don't want to end up in a dead bedroom right? You've got to, you've got to optimize your, your alpha side and then sprinkle a little beta on it for LTR. That's my, my, that's the red pill methodology. <laughs> okay. So we got, let's talk about some beta side stuff, right? So the first one is setting the tone and leading, right? Setting the tone and leading, um, being decisive, making a plan, telling her what to do, like, right. That, uh, I mean, some of that stuff is alpha type stuff because you are, that is a higher status type stuff too, but all of that kind of stuff, being decisive, making a plan yourself, telling her what to do, all that gives her structure, right? Structure makes her feel safe and secure, right? Um, Dr. Robert Glover says women are security seeking creatures at the end of the day, <laughs> right? That's the beta side of hypergamy. They're security seeking. So this gives her structure, which makes her feel safe and secure. That's beta comfort. Okay. That's satisfying her beta needs in the relationship, but you're still, uh, you're still, you know, sort of higher status with that. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Next one I have here is uh, be chivalrous. Okay. Now this is funny. Uh, I'm going to talk about like all this this other stuff here, but just as an example, um, when I was in 
when I was in uh, Vegas a couple weeks ago with Nurse Chick, right? Like I don't let Nurse Chick open doors. I will, I will open her car door for her. I'll walk around and I'll, I'll get in. She will reach across and open the door for me. There's like this, uh, there's this uh, like old this mobster movie where the guy says if 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 you open a door for a chick and she doesn't reach through and open the door for you, you dump her right there. So she takes that to heart, right? She saw that on TikTok and she will reach through and open the door for me or I will dump her right there. <laughs> but I open the door for a nurse chick, right? I walk around get in my side. Um, and then when we park, she's not allowed to open the door. I walk around, I open the door for her, right? Um, so that's chivalrous shit, right? The funny thing about that is other people see that and like chicks are, are like flabbergasted by it because guys don't do that anymore, right? And what you'll see is like chicks start look at that and they don't know what to fucking do. And they're like, what the, what is going on? Uh, Glenn Lawrence's wife was like, uh, I feel like I should, I have to open the door for you. <laughs> so she was opening the door for nurse chick and stuff. It was funny. Uh, but, but then like later on, um, you know, Glenn's wife tells, tells nurse chick, she's like, you know, I'm really envious of your guys' relationship. Like you guys have a really good dynamic and stuff like that. Like all that kind of stuff, that outside perception, your chick sees that, right. That makes her feel safe and secure for one. And two, uh, that also sort of gives you that, um, uh, that pre-selection type stuff. Cause other chicks see that and they dig that, you know, and your chick can see that these other chicks are digging that, you know what I mean? Pre-selection. So that helps with that as well. But, um, this is what I'll say about being chivalrous, right? Cause a lot of guys are like, Oh, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's simping. It's not simping, right? This is not about putting her on a pedestal, right? That putting her on a pedestal would ruin the hypergamous dynamic. Her on a pedestal would, would put her at a higher position than you. And then she is forced to look down on you. Okay. That's not what we're doing here. This isn't about covert contracts either. Okay. Um, you're, you're not, you're not just doing this so that you get laid. Okay. You're not doing this for the brownie points. Okay. Um, and, and if she doesn't put out your butt hurt because you did it, you're not doing it for that. Okay. So it's not about covert contracts either. Right. It's about setting the tone in the relationship and you just, you just don't let, you don't let her open doors for herself. Right. You, uh, you don't let her put her coat on herself. Okay. You, you walk on the, the, the street side of the sidewalk. She's, she walks towards the building side. You walk on the street side. Okay. You order her food for you, for her, if possible, okay? Sometimes I don't always do that, but I try to do that, right? Like I like to ask her what she's going to have. Nine times out of 10, um, I pick something to eat and I tell Nurse Chick what I'm going to eat. And um, she let, she always has me order first. So I'll either order for her, like I'll ask her what she's having. She's all, nine times out of 10, she's just going to have what I'm having, right? <laughs> and so... Uh, or I'll order first, and then when the, the the waiter asks her, she just goes times two, right? Just she just really e makes things easy like that. But uh, but that all that kind of stuff, right? Gives her structure. It gives her structure, and it makes her feel safe and secure, right? That's beta side of hypergamy. That's beta comfort. That's the oxytocin. Okay. Uh, let's see here. The door to ah, that's it. The Bronx tale. Yeah, that's right. Pre-selection does absolutely work. Yes. Let's see here. Um, I open doors for UPS chick, but I'll also walk in before her at times. Usually when we leave a place, make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Um, let's see here. So all that stuff, being chivalrous, that gives her structure. That makes her feel safe and secure. Okay. 
Understanding her cycles. Okay. Ovulation game. So you want to, if you're, uh, you want to not tell your girl you're doing this, <laughs> but keep a private calendar of your girl's cycle. Okay. When she starts her period, write that down, write that down on a calendar. Okay. Last about five to seven days, right? As soon as she starts her period, put that on your calendar, set a, a, a recurring monthly calendar for that. Okay. Put that as like a, a red line on your calendar, <laughs> right? You can set, you can set different, uh, different colors for, for calendar options, right? Make that red. That is like a, that is a, a, a pussy no fly zone <laughs> week. Okay. Um, right. And so, okay. So you want to keep, keep track of that, right? When she's ovulating. Okay. This is going to be, this is going to be a, a couple of weeks after, uh, the menstrual cycle cycle's done. Right. So she's going to have like a week where she's probably the most normal <laughs> of all time. And she's not necessarily going to be super horny, but she's not going to not want to have sex either. She's going to be normal. Right. For about a week after that. Um, and then you get into her ovulation phase, right? So when she's, when she's ovulating, she's going to be at her horniest. Okay. So you're going to want to put, make that mark that week uh, of the month on the calendar, a, a green light, a green line, right? That's a, that's a go. Okay. Ovulation, mark it off as green. Um, that's when she's going to be her horniest, right? You're going to want to Fuck her like a, a little fucking whore, okay? Like a dirty little fucking whore that week, okay? She definitely wants alpha fucks, not lovemaking that week, okay? This is where uh, the girls start start they start wearing low cut tops and and wearing the hoop earrings and and they want to go out to the clubs with their with their girlfriends, okay? Because they are horny as fuck that week, okay? They're ovulating. Uh, so if you're in an LTR one, don't be with a girl that goes out to the club with her skank friends, okay? That's that's a red flag right there. Don't, that's a no-go. <laughs> that's a no-go, okay? But if you're in LTR, your girl shouldn't do that. But just know she's fucking horny that week and you want to fuck her like a bad girl, okay? You want to pull her hair. This is what you just want to be, just the absolute dirtiest fucking sex, okay, that week, okay? Just, just sucks filthy, guys. Just fucking, like, she's not going to even want to look her own mama in the eye, okay? Um, that's what we're talking about that week, okay? That's the ovulating week. Um, then she's going to hit her PMS phase, right? This is where she's going to be sort of moody and, and irritable. Okay. This is, uh, she's not feeling so hot. Okay. She's not feeling so hot. This is where you need to sprinkle a little beta on it. Okay. You need to give her a little comfort, right? You know, this is where you, you know, subtly offer her chocolates out of the blue. Okay. You offer to cook dinner, right? Beta comfort type stuff shows caring and understanding of her situation. Okay. Um, if she gets really pissy, you can't let that kind of shit slide. Okay. She doesn't get to use her hormones as an excuse. You, you punching a wall, you don't get to use your testosterone as an excuse. Okay. She doesn't get to use her fucking bullshit PMS as an excuse for shitty behavior. Okay. So, uh, you want to nip that in the bud, right? Um, treat it like a shit test. You know, she, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't get to use it, uh, excuses for bad behavior, right? It's a fine line, right? She probably doesn't want a whole lot of sex. Right when she's not feeling so well, but just keep in mind that hand jobs and coming on her tits are definitely still on the table. Okay, <laughs> hand jobs and coming on her tits are definitely still on the table, right? Um, and that's also during um, during her menstruation phase. Okay, hand jobs coming on her tits 
still on the table. Um, and then, you know, after menstruation, I mentioned already, she's most normal she's ever going to be, right? Not overly horny, not necessarily feeling bad either, right? Just just mark all this stuff on the, cal the calendar, okay? Mm -hmm. She's on her period, hand jobs come on her tits, uh, you know, beta comfort type stuff, premenstrual, you beta comfort type stuff, chocolates and stuff like that. You can still fuck her though. Um, but you, you, you see what I'm saying, okay? Keep track of this stuff. I learned this uh, in uh, the Married Man Sex Life Primer. <laughs> And then finally, we have here, understand that the work never stops, okay? The work never stops. Men have a burden of performance, all right? You must never let your game drop. You must never let yourself fall into her frame. You must always stay at your physical peak and keep working on your purpose, okay? Remember Breifolt's law at the beginning, right? If she sees no value in the relationship, she is going to leave. That is Breifolt's law, okay? So guys ask me all the time, right? Like, when can they relax in the relationship? Fucking never. Fucking never. All right? You always have to be lovingly detached and keep an eye on her attraction level and act accordingly. Okay? Um, because if you don't do that, that's where you guys get complacent. And it, it doesn't take that much for her to her attraction to start eroding. Okay? It doesn't necessarily happen overnight. But if you consistently fail shit tests... You uh, you stop doing what you were doing from the beginning like that. That attraction is eroding away. And then when, uh, you know, what Giga Chad pops into the office. Now she starts thinking she starts thinking, uh, is my guy the best I can do? Because Giga Chad over here is looking pretty good. You see what I'm saying here? Right. So you always got to be on, on tip top of your game so that when Giga Chad does come in, she goes, nah, nah, you know, Paul still. Paul's still blowing my skirt up. He's still seducing me. He still, you know, does does things that he's always done for me and stuff like that. Like, yeah, fuck Giga Chad. You know, I'll look at his ass today, but you know, I'm gonna go home and fuck Paul. <laughs> um, one thing I have here too, it's it's way easier to maintain attraction, right? Keep this stuff going, keep keep doing what you did from the beginning. It's much easier to maintain attraction than it is to turn the ship around. It's the same thing as a fucking diet, right? Once you get into good shape, it's much easier to maintain than it is to lose 50 pounds. You know what I mean? Like when you just, you get complacent, let things go. Hey, I, I hit my diet goal. I'm just going to let things go. And then you just fall back on your old diet habits and you get fat again. And then you're trying to knock down 50 pounds again. It's fucking hard. It's so much harder, right, to 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 turn that around than it is to just okay. I got down to my goal weight. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain here. I'm gonna make sure that I I I stay on top of my game. I, I keep working out. I keep you know staying in my my calorie limit and stuff like that. Like much easier to do that than it is to try to to let yourself get fat again. And, right, same thing in a relationship. It's much easier to maintain that attraction uh, than it is to let your let her like lose all this attraction for you and then you try to build it back up again it's fucking hard to do that okay that's it guys those are the 10 ways 10 ways to use hypergamy to your advantage and be a hypergamy st strategist there's lots of there's lots of other things you can do th to this there's lots of nuance with this okay i highly invite you to read the books that I recommend, um, I in in every video there's a link to recommended reading list. Okay, there's there's tons of books on there, but the the big three, in my opinion, are How to Be a Three Percent Man by Corey Wayne, Atomic Attraction by Christopher Canwell, and uh, 
uh, Dating Essentials for Men by by Dr. Robert Glover. Okay, then uh, other really good books are you know Rational Male, uh, No More Mister Nice Guy, When I Say No I Feel Guilty, uh, The Married Man Sex Life Primer, uh, Frame by Ryan Stone. There's so many fucking great books out there. Okay, but those those three, my holy trinity, will if you just read those on repeat, you'll 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 your game will be like on point. Okay. Um, all right, guys, be sure to tune in Friday. We're going to go full woo woo. Okay. We're going to talk about how to use the law of attraction to attract the woman of your dreams. Okay. Uh, my course all month long is going, is at a discount. Uh, you can get it with, uh, with code thankful 2023. I dropped that in the, uh, I dropped that in the live chat. Okay. Uh, in here, and you could get that course at loa.comeonmanpod.com. Keep an eye on social media. Like if you if you think that you want to do this, keep an eye on social media because all month long I'm going to be posting uh, reminder sort of uh, posts about how it's thirty percent off for the entire month. So definitely check that out. If you've been waiting to take it, now's your opportunity. Okay, the entire month uh, you get it for thirty percent off. Uh. Guys, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you for everybody that sounded off in the comments. Nobody was really alpha in the comments today. No one, no one sent a, a fifty dollars super chat. It's really sad, you know. I took a, I, I, I tuned into like ten minutes. I think the first ten minutes of of uh, Rollo's podcast. Dude already had two one hundred dollars super chats and a and a two hundred dollars super chat. Y'all are holding out on me, okay? Y'all are ho holding out on this super chat. <laughs> Uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your PDF with 20 dating app openers and I'll also mail you some stickers. Join the beer club. The next meetup's going to be next week on Thursday, guys. And then finally, one-on-one -on -one coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. That's all I got. We will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man Podcast. Now, go out and get it.